This is Judge Samuel Alito. Now you've asked me a very interesting and difficult question about what type of breakfast cereal that I would prefer in the morning. And while I know that I would deliberate on this thoroughly if this were an appropriate time for me to do so, I must sadly tell you that this is not the appropriate time or place. Just rest assured that I do know one thing. This is the MEP Report. Left my home back in Omaha To see if I could make it out in the world And I got as far as Wichita but Suddenly I wasn't sure anymore Lost all my friends in Los Angeles I'm not welcome in New York But I must stop back in Omaha Where the fans, they always crying out for in that case, welcome to Met Report 101, January 19th, 2008. Hey, what's going on, everybody out there? Highway. Welcome to our show. And you can hear not only not only the dulcet tones of Story Clayton, who has rejoined us. Welcome, Story. Welcome back from your not at quite as long hiatus. But we also have here. Yeah. At the same time as story. Well, I think that's happened before when I came on like for the fiftieth episode or something. I guess so, but now we have yeah, all I mean, four met people. It's not completely unprecedented, but it's, no. it's just rare. All of a sudden, Andy shows. Definitely. All of a sudden, Andy it's, shows it's up. Like we're like, a, oh, "That's exactly. rare." <laughs> I mean, like, it's, hey guys, it's not like a dodo yet. bird, but it is. You know, it's not a dodo like bird, a, right? A exactly. sperm whale it's, or something. It's like, uh, yeah, or, um, yeah, I don't even know. We are on the money. <laughs> Whoa, I am on fire. Yeah. What's up, yeah. everybody yeah. out We're there? not very familiar with what endangered species there are. I know. You're like, it's just I like the like, other I thing. Well, uh, they're so passenger pigeon. That, you know, I don't see any of them. Right. I mean, I would know what they are, but, but right. I don't run into any of them. <laughs> they don't True. By definition. They're dying yes. out and yes. stuff. Mostly not, certainly not okay. in urban, urban areas. Yeah, not so much. They don't wander down the street. Yeah, we only have tigers in San Francisco. To be totally fair. <laughs> yes, and and, and, and nasty ones. I hear. Yeah, if Although, you taunt the tiger and grab his cage, he will attack. Yeah, and I wanted to he say something about that. Tigers um, can be driven to superhuman feats if you upset them enough. I wanted to say something about that because, yeah. uh, well, first of all, I wanted to say hello to everybody. Thanks for listening, and we're all here. But I also wanted to say something about the tiger thing because I was amazed while reading the article about it because the zoo, I don't know if you guys saw the zoo spokesman, but he was describing it. He said, basically, this is a tragic confluence of events. The message we've learned from these events are, one, you shouldn't drink. Two, you shouldn't be high on drugs. Three, you shouldn't taunt the tiger. <laughs> And like I was like, that's all true, and yet, well, no, it's just all true. Like I can't they say anything about it. It's just right. it's like, don't exactly, yes, don't exactly, don't taunt and Can drink and be high and do other things. Yeah, you know? totally make that T-shirt. Plus, listen yeah. to emus and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So I was like, okay, well, that's so, that's good. I'm so there. And I've been waiting for the person Listening to be to like, map report. It's smarter than taunting a tiger drunk. <laughs> Well, and high. Don't forget that. And high. Drunk and high. Drunk and yes, high. Exactly. They had to be both those things. So it's very much like yeah, a lot of the debaters true. we knew in college, except they didn't taunt tigers. They just taunted other debaters, which is a much safer ac- occupation, yeah, really. Exactly. I think when it comes and down to it. And we got the final round. That, that's right. Well, you know, because they didn't savage do. you in you know doing those things. I can now throw a lot of caution to the wind. You know, those of you who referenced one of my last mainline shows before before I left, which was the uh, show where I talked about someone obliquely speaking about someone handing you a pile of feces and stuff like that. Shortly, I'll be able to uh, talk much more openly about <laughs> my boss and how much I hate him and maybe even mention him by name. Because really? Because I'm not going to be working for him anymore. And soon, I'm actually even going to be keeping tabs on him and reporting to the CEO on how he's doing, which I'm very excited about. So I, I have this sense, though. Things are looking up. 
So all of a sudden, yeah. they're like, Sidori a week later, like, well, how's everything going? And he's like, well, I've been fired. Why? Well, someone found out that I was calling my ex-boss a piece of crap, and they said it was a conflict of interest. Right. And I just called him a piece of crap. Yeah, I didn't exactly. say it was smelly crap. I just said mm-hmm. he wasn't he wasn't a good guy. And I Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's really hard on a daily basis for me not to say things like this to his face. So, like, you know, it's really, it's not much of a stretch that once I get out of earshot. I mean, and all the managers talk to each other. I mean, we all, we all talk to each other about how much we can't stand this man and how he's ruining our lives to make us work with him. So, so yeah, so that's all going to end soon. And I'm leaving all of my commiserated people to uh, deal with him by himself and the riots are already starting this feels exciting. like a low stakes game of escape from new york you're just like yep we're gonna let them all back in the penitentiary island but i'm gonna get out like you were the snake pliskin of glide that's that's my sense i bet this would be much more helpful if i got this reference russ help me out <laughs> help me out russ snake it, pliskin uh yes i've i've seen it yes snake, yeah, snake pliskin heard of escape from new york <laughs> I felt that way every time I went to New York. This is a perfect example. It. I think I've mentioned this before. Of a movie, had it had the um, the score done by John Williams would have yes. been one of the most epic, greatest movies ever. But instead, <laughs> it had a very contemporary, crappy synthesizer-y 70s soundtrack and faded into oblivion like every yes. movie that that happens. Because to. it has all the stuff you but want in a movie. That, I mean, the premise it, is tremendous. Yeah, the, the premise tremendous is tremendous. Premise. You had Ernest Borgnine, and that automatically ups the ante on a movie. Whenever Ernest Borgnine is in a movie, that improves things immeasurably. And uh, there was a lot of stuff going on. You know, so it was it was positive. Ernest Borgnine was in like every major blockbuster of the day, like in the sixties and seventies. Oh, that yeah. went nowhere afterward. That like we don't even know about, but everyone had to see at some point in time. Like that, uh, the Poseidon Adventure. That's right. Yep. Poseidon Who Adventure. these days talks about the Poseidon Adventure? This was like a big fucking deal back then. Like the Poseidon Adventure was like, oh my god, there's a huge budget. Well, there's the remake. And crashes and survivors and yeah, crap. Yeah, the remake, remake spent I mean, even more money and like at least three people saw it. <laughs> I know like, it's true. At least Rod, it was even Rod crappier. Definitely saw that movie. <laughs> I guarantee it. Do you, did you guys see yeah. there was another movie like that um, that we almost go, went to see tonight, did not go? Have you seen the advertisements for this movie, In the Name of the King, A Dungeon Siege Tale? This this movie you might have seen advertised mm, on TV. Yeah, so I did check not it out. See an ad. So here's Jeremy Irons in it by any chance? No, but should be, no, but it's but yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm glad you asked because that's on a very good line here. This movie, first of all, is uh, directed by a guy named Uwe Boll. Now, for those of you who don't know, Uwe Boll is a German director who is famous for directing. I think it's pronounced Uwe. Actually, it's waveable. 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 He's he's actually related to Waveable. Quote unquote. Rancheros. Huevos Rancheros Bole. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. we, so, so Juan Carlos, you, you Juan, Juan Carlos Ferrer. Director. Yes, Check this guy out, though. Possession? This guy is well known because I he. Uh, cereal. What is your bowl? <laughs> exactly. Bowl is chili. You, you bowl one eighty. You bowl two fifty. I am a bowl. I'm no bowl 375. He smoked a bowl. Yeah. Um, no, what this guy is, is he's a German film director, and he's famous for having done a lot of video game to movie translations. So, for example, he's done the, the video oh, game God. Postal, which you may have heard of, which was one of the most violent games of the mid-90s. He somehow got this to film. He also did the famous did he uh, movie... Did Mortal Kombat franchise? No, he did not, the but he did do rocking. House of the Dead, uh, and he did Alone in the Dark. Uh, I think he did Alone I've in the Dark. I've never heard of any of these. Great. Yes, that's, and I'll tell I you why. I've never heard of the movie nor the video game. And, and I'll tell you why. I've heard of the video game. Cases. I've heard of the video game, but I'll tell you why you guys haven't heard of the movie. Because the way this guy spends all of his money, the, the latest one that came out got a 3% on Rotten Tomatoes. 3%. And wow. the overall consensus opinion was the summary of all Uwe Boll films. 
That was what that was the consensus opinion. And the reason is all of his movies are absolutely god awful. And you ask, well, how is he able to keep getting the money for this? You see, he is a German director who has gotten independently a, wealthy. No, 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 he's not at all. Okay. He's gotten a German government grant so that any film that he does in Germany, he gets huge investment from the German government and kickbacks from the German government, which is which and they actually say he's doing this legally because Germany wants films to stay, you know, they want German filmmakers to stay in Germany and do their stuff in Germany. So all of the stuff that he's done has been through his own production company. The problem is that every movie oh, dude, that he's great. done... Yeah. This happens all the time for my work. We constantly interact with like random independent comedian slash actor slash sketch artist from like Austria, but they're subsidized by the government. Yeah. So as opposed to starving comedians here, they like live a normal life and then when they go to work they like record some ridiculous episode about like subversive campfire making that they send to us for Boing Boing because it's like they get funded to do their shit. It's and amazing. it is the one time I can it's think amazing. of where it might be better if some of these people were struggling and not actually being successful because this guy is has just been terrible. He's so bad that they've literally gotten... I'll just give you a quick sample, okay? In this film, he has starring in this film Jason Statham, who's the guy from The Transporter. You may or may not know that. He's kind of this big shot, you know, this action guy. This is that I shaved my head. But every... Oh, that's Statham. right. That's right. Every other guy... Check <laughs> yeah. out who else is in this film. Now, this is a fantasy figure. film, right? If I told you that there was a fantasy yes. film, would you think to yourself, you know the guy we want to play the king? Burt Reynolds. That's the guy playing the king, is Burt Reynolds. Wow. But it doesn't stop there. Do you know funny. who the evil wizard is? Ray Liotta. Um, <laughs> it was also going to be Burt Reynolds. It's, it's, like, it's like a combination of Smokey and the Bandit and Goodfellas, but in That's Lord of the Rings. Really like, it was, and, then, and, then the, and all of it itself, like, apparently one of the dialogue involves these two prisoners who are in a cave, and one of the prisoners shows the other one is like, hey, what you in for? Like like that. This is supposed to be like medieval England. Like, hey, what you in for, man? You got any smokes? He's a terrible filmmaker. And he's gotten so angry at critics who have, like, criticized him for being terrible. He challenged them all, I didn't, I'm not making this up, to boxing matches. He's actually fought four of his critics in a boxing okay. match. And <laughs> okay, he's, like, on. legitimately... This guy's now <laughs> my hero. I now like this guy. This is great. This is what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he also Pretty said much. he also told one of his critics that his critics should go and um, uh, have in, uh, have uh, involve himself in coitus involve himself in a coital episode with his mother I'm trying to be very circumspect here mm -hmm. um, because clearly um, she would, because clearly she knew more about uh, him than anybody else would and he explained that that was because what? this person said he would do a good review and didn't do one he was very like you should you should screw your mother because she screwed you for 30 years and this was the result or something like that it's very confusing what? you see my point he's very weird and what? very German you can't even so pull off a <laughs> mom joke his mom joke is like translated <laughs> German he's like your but mom you because is she's so the one who knows you because <laughs> yeah. she raised you but then you fuck her it's funny <laughs> exactly you see my point so yeah, so this guy is yeah. a complete freaking clown, and that, and this is the guy who's produced this film, and it keeps getting made and advertised here. I, I just, I, I was like, Ray Liotta and Burt Reynolds, and they, everyone says that Burt Reynolds just looks annoyed in the whole movie. Like everyone comes to, him, he's like, yeah, whatever, like, go, what go, has take my army, to my career, <laughs> exactly, Why take my army here? and do something with it. Yes, go and do something. Where is Smokey? Not only that, the main guy's <laughs> name. Check it out. The main character's name. And the character is a farmer. What do you think his name is? The main character, Jason Statham's character. Farmer. Farmer. Mr. Farmer. His name is Farmer. I'm not making that up. His really? name is Farmer. Yes! Oh, sweet! One guess! His name is Farmer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Goal. He's really called Farmer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So our boy, God. Uwe Jose Cuervos Rancheros. How many points do I get for that? That was, yeah. So Quite this guy's bad. And that's, that's what happens. Impressive. So I want to see it just because I want to see what well, a film that gets 3% You haven't seen any of his movies, so you don't know it's... He's bad. No, but the mean? fact that n I just mentioned That's these names watches to watches one, and he's like, "This was the best movie I've ever <laughs> no, seen." No, no. Yeah, he edited all out. He read the, the Amazon DVD review of the movie <laughs> when he was in the middle of commenting on everything. I, I'm sorry. I know the games that he's <laughs> translating. Sure. 
That's the problem, right? Like, he's translating movies that don't even make sense to, from games to translate. Why would you be like, you know what I should do? House of the Dead. Because that's a zombie movie where you shoot zombies. So that's a perfect. The storyline is so deep there. Or Postal, which is about a guy who walks into a post office and blows people up. And the whole game is how many people you can kill. It'd be right up your alley story. What, what kind of a movie are you going to do? Oh, and yeah. then he, he says that people object to the fact that he's changed the game. And he's like, well, I had to change the game. I'm like, yes, because killing people in a first-person shooter does not exactly make for a tremendously successful film. Yeah. So um, he didn't make Doom, though, right? Somebody I don't else think he Doom. made Doom. No, so, I don't but think I mean, he pretty made much like, yeah, it just sounds Mortal like... Kombat. It sounds like no, he just like wanted to make a movie... video game movies. Or Resident Evil. It sounds like he just wanted to make a movie about, you know, these general concepts that are, you know, everyone's done with vampires and postal workers... And, but then he just wanted to use the, the game. Well, yeah, because he licensed it, assuming that people would follow as a result. Like, like the, for example, he's done... Um, right, built-in fans. Even right. these, are all the, these are all the movies that he's got currently in post or pre-production. Yeah, he, he currently seven has seven movies in pre- or post-production. Seven? Over the next two years. Blood Rain, Postal... Blood Rain 2, Alone in the Dark, House of the Dead. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, it's probably, you know, how many sequel franchises do you need? Far Cry. Play? Far Cry is a first-person shooter also. delivery through the rain of blood. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't. Exactly. Blood and then you can the do, like, the alien stuff. versus predator thing. You can do, like, postal uh. ghost to blood rain's world. And then, like, you know, <laughs> mortal combat in dark age of Camelot. <laughs> you know, be, His movies really have actually outstripped oh the God. games. So. It's amazing. If I could be Raiden in Dark Age of Camelot, I never would have complained on the moderator boards about being nerfed. Exactly. I would just always do the dive move at everybody. Like I'd see people coming to me go, Oh the cow And you just keep flying across the screen and shoot lightning bolts at people. That was his other he would say two things when he dove across the screen. He would say, cow. Those are the two things that he would say. For the lamb! <laughs> and you know, he comes from... You know you know where he comes from, right? Where that character comes from? Uh, no. The movie Big Trouble in Little China. That's Oh, that's that guy? Yeah, but he doesn't do a dive move. Where Raiden... He? Yes, he did. He does? Yeah. No, but it's the same guy. Well, he did, he, no, like, he did kind of like lightning a... lightning bolts and has the super ridiculous hat and well, yeah, Raiden, sure. like, of course. same dude. The moves came with hmm. the video game. They have to say you can do more than just shoot lightning bolts. So they have to give him the cow move and like, you know, other stuff. The teleportation. The cow move. Really? The cow move. I think you should just do that for the rest of the show. I think that's great. Just every so often. It's not above me. I, I just. I will do it. <laughs> and I'm looking Don't at some of these me. things that he produced, and all of these names like. He's got some people like there. None of the people or anyone. Have you ever heard of Rick Yoon, or like you have against this guy, Jason Rick? Connery, Danny Trejo, Brooklyn Sudano? Jason Connery is that Sean's son? I don't know. I guess does I he totally ha- heard of Sean Connery? Does he have a son? <laughs> totally heard of that guy. Yep. yep. I mean, I guess I guess that's what he does. But yeah. So and he keeps getting this money because Jason, of this German thing. You take money from my wallet again, you little bastard. <laughs> Out of the house. <laughs> Uh, it's I amazing. Juliet, one more semester. <laughs> stupid runt. Oh boy. <laughs> don't make video uh, game movies. See if I care. You don't need any training. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. Uh, oh, I just actually found. <laughs> I, I just found. Um, he also apparently had a doctorate, which makes me a little bit disturbed. But I've just found a guy who responds. This is what he said in the response to the guy. Keep, yeah, I know, I know. That's that's the problem when you get these people. You get these people out of the real world. Uh, this is what he said to the people who reviewed one of his films poorly. He says the following: Your review shows me that you don't understand anything about movies and that you are an untalented wannabe (spelled with two e's) filmmaker with no balls and no understanding what postal is. This is the director who said this. Really? You don't see courage because you. Well, you, nothing. Said, you told the thing right that he and like he he challenged yeah, about his the, critics the boxing to match. Boxing yeah, matches. yeah. You don't see okay, courage because you are nothing. Like something that here's the line story. Interesting. He says this is just like a bad forum post. He says so. You have no problem with him threatening, uh, calling people out to a boxing match, but you have a problem with the fact that he like said something in an interview I mean, or in a blog. Personally, it's all ridiculous to me. 
but it's like one is like you're you're an actual director who expects to be taken seriously and you're writing like the equivalent of 12 year old oh yeah law oh, okay. responses no to he's, he's totally a like, law that's speak a little it's just it's it's just a, a level of maturity. Like, I, I had see, an image okay. of him as almost medieval. Yeah, and no, that's okay. what I saw the boxing matches as. It's oh, like, okay. He's like feudal German lord <laughs> who's coming and like, you dad, dishonor my, my work, you know. And, and It gets now worse, though. Saying, law. No, this is what he says. You my work, law. <laughs> he says on that <laughs> thing, he's like. a whole different image. He, he okay. does. He says, you don't see courage because you're nothing. No, go to your mom and fuck her because she cooks for you now since 30 what? years, so she deserves it. You, oh, my God. P.S. Postal is he's R-rated. That is totally well. How do you know this is true, Greg? She cooks for you, so you should fuck her. This is the email that Wired sent. The MPAA understood the satire, you not, you dumb fuck, he said. Um, And then... Maybe the problem... The problem is that the message boards are all in English, and these are like native German speakers. I think that's their problem. The translation? You think it's being lost in translation? Why are they insulting each other in English? In what yeah. world do translations turn you into law speak, though? And like, I don't know. Translations by Kotaku.com. <laughs> exactly, yeah. There's probably, there's probably some website that will give you, translate your stuff and turn it into law. Yeah. He's had there's some like people. Days of Emerson. By off-topic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Apparently, some of uh, some of these boxing matches, though, he's actually in these boxing matches. Some of them, he's actually he's fu- he's fought them. He's he's fought five of them, and he's never lost any of them. And some people have complained that he fought for real, like they were like, "Oh, we never got any training." And he was like, "No, I gave you three months of free training if you wanted, but you turned it down." Like they're arguing about whether he should have actually tried to box them for real. This is a director, movie <laughs> <The> director. <laughs> Well, it's never a good idea when he's obviously serious about boxing and just a bunch of writers are like, well, whatever. And then he's like, come fight. I train every day because I don't direct. That's all I do is I sit there and train to kick your ass Yeah. when you tell me I suck. He freaking had Ben Kingsley in his Blood Rain film. How did he get Ben Kingsley? Oh, my what God. What on earth? What? How did he do this? Ben Kingsley's been no. in some crappy movies. But in Blood Rain? You think he could maybe be like, wait a minute. <laughs> he says, and he's like, he says in his very thickest, knockworst accent. By the way, I'm yeah, so exactly. pissed with all these internet geeks hiding behind nicknames, saying they want to kick my ass. He says in his thickest, knockworst accent as he laces up his boots before fighting. <laughs> I kind of want to fight this wow. guy. I <laughs> I don't have any particular beef with him, but I would like to face him in the ring. It would be it would be good uh, good promo. It would be really good publicity for all that you do. That's true. Maybe we should run a Boing Boing TV episode about how bad his films are. I could totally do that. I, I can just take say. some excerpts of his films, put it on Boing Boing, and then he'll challenge me to a fight, and there you go. There you go. Boom. Oh and he'll say, like... And then true. we'll put that on I think Boing Boing. In fact, too. his <laughs> film <laughs> Postal... <laughs> and then your hospital recovery, and you'll put that on Boing on Boing. Boing. And then exactly. there's nothing that Boing Boing can't do. It's all about the art, Russ. <laughs> it's really all about the art. Um, the guy That's who right. was the lead in Postal is a guy named Michael Paré, who was the lead in Eddie and the Cruisers. Do you remember the movie Eddie and the Cruisers with this guy? Like, Do you guys remember? Did any of you either see this film? I first known... Eddie and the Cruisers. Cruisers. I don't know. That kind of sounds familiar. Remember it? Yeah, yeah. You're going way beyond the bounds of uh, my pop culture here. I don't (laughs) know where we ventured off to, but you found like an entire corner of the internet with like a hundred movies I've never seen before in a row. I don't understand. (laughs) Only this person could actually do that. And then Barcode Seven, and then Postal Guy. I've never heard of any of these things. Yeah. So uh, it's pretty hard to do with Russ. Stump the Russ. It's not the easiest. And he used Romstein to announce the arrival of Bowl into the ring. You know the the metal band Romstein. Romstein is just like that's like basically all their songs sound like that. Sing Romstein to pump us up before Mep Report. That's it. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Romstein. So this guy's the man. This guy's the man. 
So, I don't know. I mean, I wonder what no, the German get him government... On the show. Yeah, I know. Clearly, we Who's need to get this guy to show up immediately. Yeah, but, honestly. But can I ask, why I, is the German I, I government funding agreeing to get on, go on our show? He might go on our show. He'll, he'll go on anything, I He think. probably will. We could probably get him to he, do that. I mean, yeah, if he speaks in law speak like this, like, he totally is not above the Mep Report. Look, I think, he could no make, I think he could make the Mep Report movie. I think he would be all over that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that would be <laughs> awesome. And he'd randomly get some but incredible actor. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, Harrison Ford is like, I will play the role of Russ. Like, what? How did you Garrison exactly. Ford, what the hell? <laughs> and, uh, and as the emu, Angelina Jolie. What? How did, who? How did you get her? What? Exactly. I think you're a bit out of your demographic there, Mr. Ford. He's like, no, I can do it. Play a 28-year-old. But how does the German government, which is all about discipline, it to be young again. how does the Ger- German government allow this to happen? No, do they like this? Good. Germans they, are weird, too. I know they're weird, but that's, I mean, come on here. That's a little out of, Look, out of bounds. When you're not allowed to have a military, yeah. you've got a lot of discretion you gotta, yeah. and you got to figure out what to do with you it. you got to put your anger income. somewhere, Greg. <laughs> so you think it's better for the German government to see this guy producing what are widely considered the worst films ever made? Like, it even says that as the tagline here, the world's worst filmmaker goes back at his critics. Okay. It's better to do that? You spend way too much time Let's on the, the internet, was, Greg. What are these sources? In 1942. It's on the internet. Greg, you're going to be a father in like two days. <laughs> Getting get it in right now. <laughs> it says on Wired that... that by the way, yet? Yes, they do. Yeah, Met Report's aware, yes. Okay, that's good. That's good. Well, we're hoping for a live birth on the air any yeah, minute. I appreciate right? that. That would be good. Yeah, no. Are you okay. guys going to name your that. kid Mookie? Yes. Can you name it Mookie? Yes, we're totally going to name it Mookie. Um, do, you know, do you know the gender? I'm sorry to totally derail where we were going. Mookie is an androgynous no. name. It could go either way. <laughs> well, that, that was irrelevant to the Mookie thing. I was just curious. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, they say it's a girl. Uh, okay. I asked to see Labia to have proof. Been wrong before. I mean, the amount of your skepticism is pretty amazing. Well, the the thing is, is what <laughs> like they initially told us it was an alien. Well, no, they they say so usually really what they do is they say it's a girl because we don't see anything, and that's not sufficient uh, for me. Okay. So I asked to see so Labia. It's all a right. test of modern science's ability gotcha. to detect a tiny penis. Right. Through a sonogram. Right. right. Through exactly. sound waves. Like how. <laughs> How accurately can sound waves indicate a penis? Right. The, a fetal, a fetal-sized penis. Right. The answer is it's kind of fuzzy. Right. It's not an exact. Science. Right. It's not a hard science. It's not one of those. Oh, uh, story. Uh, now you know. Sorry, that it's was just no. Really, you know what? It. It's really. <laughs> we. A tuber test, you know? I, I just you know, expect better from you. That's, that's really. That's Russ's line. I know. Or Andy's. <laughs> You're coming back as an Andy. Yeah. Would you believe that I didn't even, it didn't even occur to me <laughs> That's another Andy comment right there, too. No, I had no idea. What? I didn't know. I was like, what? What? Oh. And you're I even, really am out of practice. You're I mean, actually really matching, am. Story. You're going to be doing no Andy lie. stuff anyway, because you're going to India, so you're traveling just like Andy out of the country all the time. You're going to India, man. What's that going to, are you looking forward to that? It's true. India. I am going to India. That's right. It's true. You are going to have another person in your family, like this week. <laughs> there are now two of you, and there are going to be three of you. Yes. Have you internalized this? Have you dealt with this yet? Well, I've internalized really it. I, I don't know about Craig, Clea, but Clea's, I've got it. Clea's literally, yeah, exactly. would she like to externalize so it now, please? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you need to work on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But seriously. It's another MEP reporter, man. I mean, man. like, right it's, now. Yeah. It's just you two and the dog, and then it's going to be another person who isn't going to leave for 18 years. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to leave. We're never We're going to leave. Not leaving. Please leave. <laughs> <We> go away. <laughs> nope. Not another six. Uncle Story Please? said I don't have to no. leave. 17 years, 11 months to go. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. Please go away. As long as I want. Because he made a joke about my fetal <laughs> genitalia. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, no, it's not really <laughs> real. I've been homeschooled with since that's birth. An, that's another good question. At what age can your child start listening to MEP reports? Uh, that's a good that's question. That's a really good, really <laughs> interesting. Uh, I suppose. <laughs> mm. <laughs> 
You're like 36 like, yeah. <laughs> when you're older than me. Exactly. When you reach an extra age. I don't know. I mean, because we'd have to say, because of the language, some of the adult themes, for example, yeah. the fact that the you just made, you've just made fun of, of so her lack of genitalia. Would you set your child's <laughs> viewing rating of the MEP report the same as to everyone else? So if we rated the MEP report like whatever, NC-17, right. or adults only, would that be the same standard you would hold for your own child, or would you give them a harsher I think we have to meet the child, because some children lenient. are more mature than others. Or more lenient, because, you know, it's like a child actor who can't watch, who won't be let into their own rated R movie, but, right. like, they freaking made the thing, so... Right. You know, that that's exactly standard. what it's, it's like. like. They close that's a wonderful it? analogy, actually. <laughs> I'd like to compliment you on that well, analogy. You know, the MPAA, you can't be on the MPAA unless you have a child. So, well, actually, that's like one of the actual requirements. So, wait, it's, what? It's, you know, you can't be on the MPAA unless you have a child. You're serious? What? I'm totally serious. The only requirement for being on the MPAA is that you have a child who is like under 17. Oh, because. Oh, I'm totally serious. You can look this up. You get to stay on it afterwards. You get to like stay on the I, MPA. I, mean, I, I do you have to yeah, keep I don't having know. children I don't know. every I don't few know. years? I'm about that. I'm about to lose my MPA status. They're all Mormons. You can raid all the gradations. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to be a baby machine. That's all it is. <laughs> what? No, but that's really a requirement. Holy cow! Really? Because you won't understand unless you have a child who you want to protect. I mean, that's the theory of it. Oddly, it's actually interesting. You know, the other thing that it was reminding me of there was this vanity press thing that I was looking at about you know, a few days ago, and I found out that the same Vanity Press, which claims that it's not a Vanity Press, I won't even go into it, but they've just built, they've just created a new arm with the son of the owner as the head of that arm. It's this 17-year-old kid. Okay. The problem is that any contract you sign with the 17-year-old kid wouldn't be binding Isn't on the binding? kid. <laughs> so, like, so, like, you could do that something and then you're clever. like, will you pay me? He's like, no, I'm a minor, man. I don't know. I, you, you use that uh, against me. No. I was not <laughs> you, you can't sue uh, and he said he's like the world is ready for a new ceo i'm like yes but the legal profession is not ready for someone who can't legitimately be a ceo that's the problem yeah i can't that's really give awesome. consent <laughs> or i can't really agree to anything either i really don't so, agree with you uh, at all are we gonna make some books or what yeah so so that's that's wow. So you have to have a child to be on the MPA. Well, see now we'll be able to join the MPA. MPA, clear. Yeah, that's awesome. And effective. We should we should have done this earlier. Will be fulfilled, and, and you can rate UA ball movies. <laughs> can you imagine sitting in there and going, "I'd like to rate this crap. Can I rate this? Don't release this. Can I release it that way?" Because they didn't even screen the film for anybody. Clearly, because they knew There's that everyone would be like, "Wait a minute," you know. NC seventeen is they don't release this rating. And see that the, rating is available. Isn't there what? There's even one beyond that, isn't there? It goes like a PG, PG thirteen R, and then NC seventeen. No, there's like <laughs> it's like X. There's like X you, double X. You have to be well out of forty five. If you're you below forty five, you will get shell shocked from watching this movie. Exactly. And at a certain point, the range the disorder. range is also has a high limit too. Of like, once you're over sixty two, you also shouldn't be seeing this. <laughs> NC like sixty two. Yeah. It goes in both directions. This actually happened on when uh, over vacation, over vacation. Some of uh, Emily's siblings wanted to watch Knocked Up, and they had to kick Emily's mom out of the room. They're like, "You can't, you can't watch this. You can't do it. Um. You're too old." <laughs> I mean, it was. <laughs> That's disturbing. <laughs> it was really more an issue of they really didn't want to watch Knocked Up with, with their her. Yeah, so that yes, but, yes, that know, would be embarrassing. Yeah. Yes, I can but, totally understand uh, that. But I like the excuse that was given, so that was fun. It was a good time. Yeah. That's one of those horribly embarrassing moments. I remember watching uh, a film with a friend of mine. I think it was actually Trading Places, the Eddie Murphy movie with Dan Aykroyd. Uh -huh. You know, back she in the day. The, the, she takes her shirt off. Yeah, she takes her shirt off, and I was in the room with my friend and my friend's mother, who was a Jehovah's Witness, and it was really hideously uncomfortable. Like it was, Rocking. it was maybe the most uncomfortable moment I've had maybe ever. It was disturbing. Uh, beyond belief because I didn't know what to say and I was just kind of like I should right. leave the room now I should actually run from the room right you should have been like right the Lord made those. <laughs> yes, you yes, yes. That would have worked out very well. Or just well, say hallelujah. That would have been sufficient. <laughs> Can I get an amen? Yeah, I should have done something like yeah. that. That's true. Yeah, it was very, it was very disturbing. And I looked Ooh. over and she just had this kind of poker face, like she just wasn't making. She's kind of like, 
you know, and she wasn't doing anything. And uh, I didn't know what that right. meant. Like, was she well, was I'm she sure creating she curses? Movies. Yeah, but you know, there's one time. I, I mean, I think I don't remember the name of witnesses, the. This is maybe people as well. Maybe I they may actually possible. be people as well. Story, they don't even let people celebrate they their birthdays. Oh, come on. Their story. own birthdays. You don't even believe that most regular people are people. Now you're going to tell me Joe was witnesses well, yeah. of people? I don't buy that for a I second. Believe, I don't believe they deserve rights, but they may be people. There's <laughs> uh, <laughs> a difference. Uh, story. No, no, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people devoid of souls that you think that you know many people might be this that they might be just empty vessels you're going to tell me that jehovah's witnesses mm. are less likely to be empty vessels than like average everyday joes <laughs> jehovah's no, mm. he wasn't saying anything he just was saying that. that it's possible <laughs> exactly. that she might be a human this particular jehovah's witness that's all he was saying yeah, exactly. That doesn't make I a blanket think... statement for all Jehovah's Witnesses yeah. or anything. There's no <laughs> slippery slope hand. argument here, I'm Russ. I'm just saying there's at least a 50-50 chance I just wanted to pin that this person is odds. human. Because I don't no, think that he yeah, really okay. believes that there's a 50-50 there you go. shot for this <laughs> particular <laughs> case. Uh, okay. Sling a quarter. That's my judgment, okay? You're going to push me harder? But it is a good story was saying the other day uh, that the world... will be given a job where I have to keep tabs on you. <laughs> oh, dear God. That's right. I will be. <laughs> yeah, actually, Story, I have a question about that. Very sorry. So you are obviously yes. the head. You are now the chief poobah and the leader of um, the, over the supreme overlord of no. Glide. And since you are now in control of most no. of San Francisco and the western seaboard, I wanted to ask, since you're in charge of a <laughs> yes. lot of different people, I mean... You wanted to ask, is there any way you could better keep this in perspective? <laughs> exactly. No, I was going to say that you now are in charge of people, 85% of whom you believe to be not really worth helping because they're not, you know, they're not bright enough to help. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, uh, no, 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 no. 85% of really the theory. That's Let's the be theory. really clear. I believe that everyone is worth helping, for sure, okay? Uh -huh. People are worth helping. It's good to help people. Animals are worth helping. It's good to help animals. Is this a show where we'll, like, splice in clips of me. previous MEP reports you know. or something? <laughs> exactly. Are you trying to catch yeah, him exactly. or something? People are good. <laughs> well, I think that that guy's an ass. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. That guy's a jackass. Exactly. I hate that guy. <laughs> She's <gonna> terrible. <laughs> 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 it's gonna be like a daily show, yeah. <laughs> and then John Stewart will just mug for the camera for a while. Like, yeah. So you think people um, should be helped? No, I mean, no. It's good to help people. It doesn't mean that they should make decisions or that they're intelligent or worthy of you know, doing anything other than being helped. <laughs> Sit there and be helped, but I have a helped. choice. No, you don't, you 85% little piece of crap. They deserve to live. I'm not dead. You soon they will be. To live. Shut they're up. not bright enough to, you know, you sure? fold laundry. I don't know. Am I sure that they shouldn't be dead? Yes. I'm really confident about that. Are you? <laughs> Will you sign a document stating oh, that fact? Oh, right, I don't know. Of course, yes, I Because I was pointing out that yeah, since Story yeah, has so many people under his control, the even 15%, that's a good number. I mean, if he's control right. of about 10, 20 to million, totally fair, that's a good amount. Before you, like, start just totally making stuff up right. about me. Start? I'm going from supervising two people. Yeah, exactly. Before you prolong making <laughs> stuff up about me, I am going from supervising two people to supervising no people. So I'm actually um, in control of, of less story. now. You're right. Kings. It's not a supervisory position. It's so I can use my brain all the time. Sorry, did King Henry if you live supervise people? If you have a problem, if no one else can help, you should call... The story, Clayton. <laughs> Wait, is this the A team or Superman? I don't know what you're because you're Maybe. responsible for crime you just didn't happen. commit. Russ, when you, while you were over here um, in New York, did you did you watch any kind of television? So I don't know if you saw these commercials. Uh, that, very little. There's these commercials over here for this particular lawyer, where these guys said uh, it will it'll be like a you know a woman. Uh, sit, sitting in a chair, you know, she's a nurse or something. She's like, Bruh, I had a, I had an accident. What's wrong with you? <laughs> and she says, I had an accident on the job. I had, I experienced pain. I needed the law. 
And then this other guy is like, the car came out of nowhere. I was in pain. I needed the law. And that's what this guy's. He's a lawyer, and that's what his Ugh. catchphrase is. If you're in pain, you need the law. Call, you, you know, 1-800-PAIN-LAW. I mean, it's a step up from you need pills, but it's still not a solution. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to let I this migrate and broken Pining knee. for justice is better than drugs, but not by much. <laughs> You really oh, need funny. to be at peace. Like, yeah, just you take need, a nap. I need the law. If this is, I was in like, pain. Well, I needed pain, the law. You need lots of money. <laughs> Only money can help your pain. So come to me and I'll Very get you funny. a whole bunch of money. Right. That's pretty right much away. it. That's the commercial. It's real. It really is that. If you're in pain, awesome. I will argue that someone owes you money. Right. We just have to find out right, who it right. is. Yeah. Someone caused that pain. And it may have been you. <laughs> you may owe you money. And I know just how to get it. I'm ready to collect. Exactly. Uh, you, know, you need more debt. Call the law. Right, because then he'd have to take his okay, cut. So weird. So he'd be taking money from you to give it to you, but he'd be taking his cut. But that raises an interesting question. Could what, exactly. If you had multiple yeah, personalities... Exactly. The only person who profits... Could you sue yourself? Like Herschel oh, Walker. Greg. Could one of you... Exactly. That's the interesting okay. question like Herschel that Walker. raises... That's the interesting question. If that's the interesting Could question, you Greg. Thought, yes. If you're Ed Norton from Fight Club, <laughs> exactly. What? Oh no, you ruined the, the other movie. movie. Oh, he sues. He, plays he sues yeah. himself. I didn't know that. I've never seen Fight Club, so. No. I never. No. Really? Oh well, I just Russ ruined it. Ruined the movie in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> that you probably won't remember. I'm sure I won't. <laughs> Except that all you're going to remember about that when you actually see the movie is this conversation. Right. So you'll be watching the whole movie Fight Club, which is surreal enough, looking for the legal angle. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it'll be very entertaining. Yeah, so... Somebody owes that guy a lot of money. <laughs> Perhaps not. I thought it was something different. Somebody hold him liable. Oh, okay. I have to, I have to, I have to jump in for a second. That's pretty funny. You guys may have seen the study that said that um, kids universally found that they don't like clowns. This is a recent study that, like, conclusively proves every kid that they surveyed in this hospital, about 200 kids of different ages, all said that we hate clowns. Please don't ever put them in. So now the response okay. is, clowns say kids do not find them scary. That's their scientific response. The clowns are like, no, no, you don't. You, you really do like us. <laughs> the kids are like, are like, no, we really do. We, like, clowns no, they're not. universally vote for self-preservation of career choice. <laughs> exactly. By a very large margin, clowns find yeah. that they do not want to be economically unviable as a result says, of the study. It says, like, Therefore, the they have yeah. retort. Exactly. It says, like, it says that the study misrepresents how popular the clowns really are. Right. It's like, no, it misrepresents how you think you, how popular you really think you are because the kids are too frightened. Well, look, do you find clowns, me funny? Yeah. Just have to be utilitarian clowns. If there's one kid that really, really, really loves clowns right. so much that it makes his heart jump for joy every time he sees a clown, then it's okay if most of the kids hate clowns. But the thing is, there's still enough clown utility out but there. But no, Russ, in this hospital, every all 250 kids despised clowns. It was all 100%? of them. It was 100%. Where does it say that? It's, I'll, I'll scroll this up here. This was a special victims unit for children who were abused <laughs> by clowns. You didn't mention that part. <laughs> Universally disliked by children. Because that's my point. When a clown is yelling at this one kid, don't you jump for joy when you see me? And yes, don't kill me. Like That's not a very helpful... It's like asking... You, you should know about this. Uh, we've talked about this before. It's like asking the Chinese whether taking a poll about whether the Chinese like their government. You know, there's like a 98% approval rating in China about that. And I, find, I think you found a similar one in the Soviet Union, you know, back in the old bad days, you know, and hopefully not the new coming days. But, you know, uh, there's not really a lot of free response <laughs> in this situation. That's that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. Thank you for that. But you just said they said they hate the clowns. All 250 of these ones that were surveyed, but I'm saying, like, they wouldn't, if there was this one kid who allegedly jumped for joy, you couldn't so even trust all children it. Because kids are frightened by them. these have been coerced by clowns? I don't understand No, what my you're point saying. I'm saying is, like you were making up kid. some other hypothetical There's kid. A clown with a gun behind You them. were saying <laughs> there's some hypothetical okay. kid that really liked clowns. I'm saying, even if there was this hypothetical kid, they would be frightened to I death. I don't know whether to intervene in that situation. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Oh, you guys. <laughs> You guys, this is the sentence of a lifetime right here. Listen to this. Heather Myers, a.k.a. 
Pipsqueak the Clown said while many of those in hospitals and nursing homes appreciate their fun antics, there are of course those who are scared. But I love that, a.k.a. Pipsqueak the Clown. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I mean, our former creative arts teacher at the uh, at the youth center that I'm transferring transferring across agencies from used to part-time as a clown when she wasn't teaching the kids art. Right. And she, like, got all in her personality. And when she and she would sometimes come as the clown to the center, uh-huh. and she would insist on being called only by right. her clown name, yes. which was, like, <laughs> raggedy or something. Yeah, no, they're very... It weird. It's because it's a character. They're very yeah. st- strict about that, yeah. I think if I were a clown, I'd make yeah, my name like WTF. RPG, basically. You'd be WTF the clown, I think that'd be right? my nickname. <laughs> What's up, kids? WTF the Cloud. This is our clown, Wood. Hi, lol at you. Welcome, welcome, Wood. I'm a lol cat clown. I has a ball that I shook. Oh, look, kids. WTF. Lol, everyone. Everyone's lolling now, Greg. I think he, I think his cloud is going to leave. Uh, it's time to go AFK for WTF. Every right, kid has no work one has ever knows WTF. quite what's going on with WTF. <laughs> <laughs> Raymond's always a little baffled. <laughs> WTF. Sure. No one quite uh, fully feels like they understand. Or his WTF brother ROFL. <laughs> Nobody really knows what's going on. The great thing is, we should make a graphic novel out of Greg's story of the clown named WTF right. because every time you have a child with a word balloon right. no matter whether they're happy to see WTF and it's like WTF exactly. exclamation point right. or WTF question mark where they don't know who he right. is it all means the same thing right. exactly like yeah. WTF WTF and, and that is the brilliance I guess the real lesson of the graphic novel is teaching kids to swear exactly subtly <laughs> very subtly when clowns are involved absolutely <laughs> Now we see the violence inherent in the system. Uh, well, did you guys di- look? Hannah.sleep.clown.will.eat.me.gmail.com. At what age will Mookie be allowed to use the phrase WTF? <laughs> right. When will that be, Greg? Mookie well, he'll have, he'll have grown up to be taught that that it's just she will have grown up to be taught what the foul is is what that will mean. So what, the like, what the foul? What the foul? Oh, yeah. okay. Um, you just made what that up, the, didn't you? So soon. Or what the like, funk? What the foul? What the funk? How about that? What the funk? <laughs> what the what funk? funk? She'll grow yeah, up to be trouble. a blues musician in New Orleans. <laughs> the and what the they funk? Tell their third grade teacher that. That's right. <laughs> it's going to work really well. Ladies and gentlemen, WTF Wilson. Uh, what the funk? We got the funk. What the funk? <laughs> gotta have that funk. <laughs> gotta have that funk. I mean, if you guys think back to your childhood, oh, yeah, there... <sighs> did you guys ever remember laughing at a clown? Because I didn't. I never found clowns funny. I wasn't scared by them. I just found them very boring. Did you ever find a clown funny? No, I had no interest in clowns. Did you know anybody who did ever. find clowns no, funny? I was, I was not big on clowns. I never knew any kid who found clowns funny. I, I I've never known one to like. I didn't really go around surveying my friends. <laughs> well, no, I ran a performing arts funny. camp for seven to twelve year olds. They didn't like clowns. We had a clown come in once. The clown was also well, a terrible clown. That's in fairness, much more experience but, surveying kids about clowns than I. Had. I mean, you know, okay, Greg. Given that one of your like standard um, denouncements of people, one of your standard insults is calling someone a clown, right. I'm gonna go ahead and assume that you didn't like clowns. <laughs> That's drawing. right. I wasn't scared the by them. I was just horribly bored. Yeah. I, was, I was like, how are you making money off insult. doing this? Don't yeah, he act. actually called me a clown earlier yeah. today. I don't know what I did no to kidding. deserve it. He called his pregnant wife a clown. Only in a loving, endearing way. there you go. Kind of like you would endearingly call someone a Nazi war criminal. That's right. sort of endearing in that respect. Like Pipsqueak. <laughs> Pipsqueak the clown. So, Clea, we're, we're going to need you to rate your pregnancy on a scale of 1 to 10. Yeah. Pregnancy. 1 what? being... Wow. <laughs> Hello. I mean, just Wait, am I just... Look, none of the rest Jeez. of us... Am I just rating my pregnancy or pregnancy in general? You're... Well, you know, pregnancy in general, as best as you can estimate it from this experience. You know, like, one is regret, <laughs> ten would would do again within one month, you know. <laughs> 
We want wow. the scoop. We want the skinny. This we'll is never great. Be pregnant. Please never stop talking about know. this. The age range like? is great. Mookie's listenability is going up by the second. He's like, okay, when you're 50 and you're at a therapy. As soon as Clea dies, shortly after Clea's death, <laughs> this can be the uh, deathbed confessional. The now, Mookie, you can archive. listen to Map Report 101. Mom, I'm 70. Now you can do it. I've kept it from you all these years. Press play. Now it's Just okay. Press play on that MP3 player. Mom, on that I what? To it 50 years ago. I don't want to know, Mook. I don't want to know. Why is our child being called Mookie? Why have you named our child Mookie? Our child's name is not going to be Mookie. Mookie Wilson. Why would I name Mookie my child Wilson. Mookie awesome. Wilson? Oh man. Under what circumstances? Because goes through Buckner. I'd be more like. I'd be more likely to name my child something on the like Keith Folk, you know, or like somebody who beat the Yankees recently, Jabba Chamberlain. How about that? Really? Jabba? <laughs> I think Keith Folk Wilson. That's like you know. That's close to WTF Wilson. Maybe I'll name I'll name her Cleveland Midge Wilson. How about that? That'll work out. Cleveland Midges. How about Preston? That's Preston. Yeah. I think I'll name her Woodrow. How's that sound? Currently escaping, having to rate her pregnancy because of your. All right, I beg your pardon. All right, go ahead, Clea. Rate your incomprehensible rating. Okay, Okay, so I have one more question. I have one more question. Are, sure, are you just sure. asking about? Are you ask, just asking about how the last ten months have been, or the the fact that the ten months no. and then child no, follows? No, leave the rest of your life out of okay. it. Okay, if, no. if it was leave just the, pregnancy in a vacuum, yes, do that, please. If it was just Neither pregnancy in a vacuum and there was nothing after, if it was yeah. pregnancy in a vacuum, we'd be in trouble. I just want to be honest here. <laughs> Little baby vacuums <laughs> going everywhere. Uncontrolled. They don't even vacuum. need power. Oh, <laughs> it's like it's like they just do their own thing. It's like those little robot vacuums. What's that Schwarzenegger movie? What what is it, Russ? That you always quote the the uh, yeah, um, it's it's total recall. Total recall, right? Is that that's get your ass to Mars? Exactly. Yeah. When they like go outside on the planet. Yeah, that was scary. All right, Clea, um, go ahead and rate it in a vacuum. Go ahead and rate it. They implode. Okay. Slowly. I, Pregnancy in a I, vacuum is a physical and life experience. I have had it very easy, I have to say. Uh, I, there's a, I've been only two problems during my pregnancy. One was the five weeks okay. of 24-7 nausea during the first trimester, which was not well, fun bad. at all. Yeah, and the other it, was Greg called you a clown today. <laughs> and the other one was the realization that she has a baby. <laughs> Wait, there's a baby in there? Yeah. Oh. And then the second one is oh, no. uh, has been the last month where I've developed uh, what's called pregnancy carpal tunnel, which I didn't know existed. No one tells you about these things until you're actually pregnant. Because you wouldn't get pregnant. And uh, Well, you're telling now. Yeah. Save us from the next. This generation. will all be cut out. She'll be like, I developed yeah. beep, beep, and I beep, beep, and then it was beep. Well, and what happens is you get bored for pregnancy. Exactly. I was just going to say that. Conspiracy. <laughs> brought to you by the board to promote pregnancy, also known as religious right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. So I, I mean, I've had it pretty. I mean, and then there's been perks that I've gotten. With being pregnant, oh, like uh, so. What, wait, what was the other thing? Oh, right. The, pregnancy the carpal, carpal tunnel, tunnel. So and being a little bit, a little bit tunnel. uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, this last month is when she's really. Y- y- it does kind of feel like you have this bowling ball stuck in your gut, and oh, when she's overdue, <laughs> and she just camping out. <laughs> she's like, "This is pretty that's, good. I'm just gonna no stay good. here." And you have to go to the bathroom, no you know, like 50 million times a I day. Was, I, and I was a month late. I was a month late. A month and late required 24 hours of labor. That culminated in a C-section. Yeah. So you know, maybe Story I just was like leave. digging in. He had the feet yeah, exactly. dug in. He's like, I am not. Well, that's probably you. Probably your, the due date was wrong. That was probably part of part part of the problem. Yeah. The second part know. of the problem was it was you know. and you it was the last <laughs> time in my life I was ever warm. So I knew. <laughs> For the rest of my life, and it's gonna be cold. I was like, like I'm I don't even up. see a jacket in that doctor's hands. I am not coming out. I need a mariner's jacket oh. that if I'm gonna live in this place. That's so funny. Really bad. Russ, were you late or on time? Do you remember? Clea and I were both right on our due dates. Um, I was. I think I was on time. Um, I actually came out during Hurricane David, which was uh, going on in New York awesome. City at the time, um, near the end of it. 
Uh, my mom retells it as like super easy pregnancy. Like, didn't you know? Didn't do drugs. Like, the nurse asked her like, like who her Lamaze coach was. <laughs> Good that she didn't do drugs she, during her yeah, pregnancy. <laughs> No, it wasn't until not. afterwards. <laughs> Russ, helpful. go away now. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Russ, go get me um, that mirror. <laughs> well, actually, I mean... No, I was a very easy birth, supposedly. Well, it's entirely possible that Storio could have been a, you were a normal birth if he had been out of the hospital. But when you're mm-hmm. in the hospital and you go for 24 hours, you're C-section. Yep, that's one of the things yeah. we've learned. Yeah. I mean, my, my midwife, the last two home births she did were three-day-long labors... Um, but they... Whoa! And both babies, 10 pounds. Both babies came out. No tearing, no problems. Yeah, I was like nine and a half. Yeah, so that's what it is. is you th- your mom just needed I, I more time with you. I haven't put on weight since. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. If there is ever a question that a big baby Ready does not lead to a big man, I know. it's it's a story claim. There you go. That's me. It's true. Yeah. I'm all the evidence you need. <sighs> Alpha and Omega. Those are the last nutrients he consumed once they cut the <laughs> exactly. umbilical cord. He was just been slowly living off those. <laughs> he's, been like, he's been looking for the placenta. Like, hey, where I'm is the placenta? It's the only thing that's good. Where is it? <laughs> you can't eat placenta. You're not going to eat any meat. That is India is going to find a place. Exactly. Welcome to Mick Placenta. Yeah, yes, I'll have meat. a Mick Placenta, please. <laughs> Thank you. I'll balloon to 400 pounds in three days. Overnight. I'll never leave. I'll be like, this is so great, guys. Back. We're like, how's Finally, the trip? He's like, I'm fine. Everyone was talking about, about food. My trip was good. Food really Placenta. is good. Prashanta. That is exactly what it will be like. That is going to happen. Oh, well, we told, you, we told you guys right about this thing we heard that's called Lotus Birth. Where people... This is very disturbing. You you birth the baby, and then usually what happens... Give birth in the lotus position? No, you, you birth the baby, and usually what happens... <laughs> in a lotus, the car. Is about... The backseat of the lotus. An hour is, on the auto. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. Um, after you birth the baby, usually within the... You can la- only give birth in fifth gear. <laughs> Sorry. Um, in the next 10, 15 minutes, you have to birth the placenta. And usually what happens is people, you know, in the hospital, they cut... They disconnect the baby right away, and that's all set. Um, but some people, what they'll do is they'll mm-hmm. wait until the um, the pulse stops and the blood flow stops in the placenta uh, to make sure that the baby gets all the nu- last bit of nutrients it can. And then there's other oh, okay. there's other people who will keep the placenta attached to the baby until it detaches by itself. I was going to say, you feed it for days afterwards, right? You, like, just keep it around. It's like, for a snack, it's like milk or placenta. Right. What do you want? So you have these like babies lunchables. going around with this, like, dangling placenta <laughs> attached to. I, I, yeah. I was... No, and that would be so great. It would be what like a this? wedding cake, and you could wrap up some of it for, like, their oh, first birthday. Yeah, isn't this, isn't like, this great, Russ? This just gets better and better. It's like, first day of school? Yeah. Like, this is People what you learn. Be like, no, this is what you learn when you go through like, this, man. Oh, the no, this is like this is the kind of thing you learn. Like, but if I had done that, you know, I would still enjoy food. I told you, you've been in search for it ever since. Yeah, they should have done a lotus birth with you. Like that big hoagie. No question. Homer keeps behind the sofa. Oh man! Like it just keeps eating a little bit. No, that's you guys don't understand. Like this is what if you're if you're somebody who's trying to look for a kind of left, you know, a sort of a sort of enlightened kind of approach to birth and everything, you end up finding out about this. There is apparently a company in Las Vegas where you can send your placenta and have it and have it put into powder, and then you eat the pills because supposedly it gives you all these nutrients and cuts down on postpartum depression. All placenta is like the healthiest stuff in the world. When was the last time you saw this in one of those Lifetime channel specials on birth? It's it's full of estrogen and progesterone. You know what it's full of? It's full of disgusting. (sighs) It's full of the horror. That's what it's full of. Well, when you have a baby, my estrogen and progesterone levels are going to take a dive, you know, drop. And Uh, they say that if the estrogen and progesterone in the placenta, if taken orally, could then help stabilize that so it's not a huge But see, while while your hormones are stabilizing, my horrific, horrified hormones will be rising. The Uh ones that appear when I see you having part of your Your placenta, which is a Uh, bloody thing. Well, Greg, it it would be in pill form. It's not like 
like I could be eating a placenta pizza, which is what some people do. Oh, no! What? What? Don't ever say anything about that again. Oh, God, the horror. I remember these two these two roommates of Brandeis who lived on like the floor upstairs from me or in some other building or something. Uh-huh. They they were just randomly chosen roommates and they were all like instant best friends. Uh-huh. They just had one of those lucky pairings of, of roommates. And they at one point said that they were so close that they would share a placenta. That's that was like how they okay. judged their closeness. They're like we're at we're at placenta sharing stage. Uh. Like one of us has a kid, the other breaks off a piece. Got it. We're gonna we're gonna split, uh. you know. Break, break placenta. This may be the most disgusting five minutes I've ever been placenta. involved in, in of any kind. This, this may be. And the best part is one. that Greg, wait till you witness your wife giving birth. No, no, I, I'm, no, no. Then. See, I'm all right with that. I just don't need Greg, to know, I don't about know about the placenta. Greg, you freaked out. Of- I, 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 but you're clearly yeah, not, I mean, because there's a lot of placenta involved in birth. I'm not sure if you're... You yeah, know, but I'm not putting it on a but, pizza but and serving like, it to people, for God's sake. I mean, if we're going like, to rank the top pizza. five places to see placenta, birth is way up there. Like, can way, we, way high. Can we name your daughter a lot of placenta, Wilson? <laughs> it depends how much placenta she has. We'll have to wait and see. Or, or how about totally just placenta? a female name. In yeah, fond memory, fond memory of this placenta. wonderful event in Metropolitan. A couple, uh, <laughs> two, two prenatal well, visits ago, uh, I was asking my midwife because on the the list of things that I'm supposed to prepare for the home birth is a um, a, a metal bowl mm-hmm. um, for her for her tools. Um, and uh, I said, it, and I right. was showing her, is this bowl big enough? And she was like, yeah, they'll be good. And Greg's like, what? What's that for? Is that for the placenta? What? <laughs> what? What are you going to be using that for? <laughs> Can you imagine reusing <laughs> the bowl in which the, the placenta has ever gone? Can you imagine uh, reusing that? You bowl. You know? No. You, we, Where'd you put the pasta? You oh, I put it in the placenta, placenta bowl. <laughs> exactly. No, we're supposed to placenta. Bowl of birthing tools. <laughs> You're just like getting cornflakes later that night. And you're like, oh, where's a bowl around here somewhere? I'll just use this. Sure, you need to rinse it out. To put oh, God. God, what is that? Oh, it must be the leftover sea anemone. Sea anemone. Oh, no, no, no. It's the placenta. No, the placenta goes in a Tupperware thing, which will be wrapped up. Oh, Tupperware, even better. Which will be wrapped up and thrown away. You hand me your sandwich. I'm going to work. Can you hand me my sandwich? It will be thrown away, Greg. (laughs) Greg is going to fumigate the entire city of of the Bronx after this happens. He's just going to like go around burning everything. I mean, again, I have great respect for the placenta and everything it does for women of our country and the world. I have every respect for placenta. I just don't want to make it into a pizza. I don't want it in Tupperware. I don't want to put it in a bowl. I don't want it made into a mood fucking ring. I don't, okay? I don't want any of this. It's a placenta. It keeps the baby alive. Thank you for keeping the baby alive. I will not eat it. I'm not going to make it a bracelet. I'm not going to braid it into a friendship bracelet. When the jelly seeps out of it, I'm sad. When the jelly goops up and clots together, I'm happy. It's a pleasant mood ring. I have nothing to say to that. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Sometimes it's pleasant to make little crystals. (laughs) Which means I'm ambivalent. Oh, my God. Yes, we have to clearly save at least a little chunk of the placenta for the Mepreport store right, online. Right. So you can market you it. You can buy pe- we'll parts of the placenta. EMR placenta. Have a piece of <laughs> Mookie before Mookie listens the to the Mepreport. The transcontinental conversational placenta. That'll be great. <laughs> but we'll just put it in like, you know, the... Before we sell the baby. You put it in like plastic or something, so it'll be like a paperweight or something like that. Little yes. pieces. Yes, like go. a paperweight. Oh, yeah. You can yes. a little design, Tupperware. Some wax, a little candle. Yeah. A little placenta candle. That's a good idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah, placenta candle. That's horrible. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's charming. Oh. But, yeah, there are... <laughs> so, Greg, you excited for this or what? Uh, it's going to be in your home. I, I know. You won't be able to get yes. away. Yes, I know. <laughs> but I can't. She can't. They can't be in all rooms at once. She can't birth the placenta in the same room, all rooms at once. 
Even this placenta is not. So the other rooms where you'll go. It's I'm true. going to the placenta free zone. There's totally no backseat in this at this point, Greg. Just so you right, know. Right, right. This uh, is a little this late. Is the master bedroom. No. This is the placenta yeah. room, which had a placenta in it, and therefore we can never do anything with it. Ever again. Why is this room totally exactly. empty and have a barrier over the front? Never mind. What happened? Never mind. What tragedy befell you? Why do you sleep Placenta. out on the couch, the both of you, every night? Shut up. Never mind. Just don't don't go back there. That was oh, man. And it's placenta. done in marble. Exactly. So no placenta would grow. Well, speaking of... Uh, I can't speak of any segue other than just to get the hell out. This is a placenta-free show. I was going to say, you don't want to speak of this anymore. Uh, because the you time has actually come. We've actually reached the end of an hour, believe it or not. Uh, and uh, we want to say thank you for listening. Story, have a great trip to India. Please make sure you spread the word about the emu. You know, drop I some oh, drop babies. some cards off or something. Yeah. Or a, a story, oh, uh, I'll give it a oh. seven. Give it a seven. <laughs> a seven, yes. Thank you. We finally have a number. Yeah. A seven. seven. That's pretty good. Nice. I, I've That's had it really easy, like I have to say. May, may do again. Yeah. Well, Maybe we'll see how the again. kid turns out. Would not, um, yeah. Because no. unfortunately, it isn't there in a vacuum. Go. It's true. The kid's not in a vacuum. Sometime in the next week again, or so, yeah. uh, we no are going to have seat. a, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then we'll see. Yeah. Then we'll find out for sure. Human being. Then we'll a let human you know. being. <laughs> next week. Next week, Clay's like, I give it a two. I give it a two. I'll give, I'll give it a like sixty forty. <laughs> I've been through the vacuum and I give yeah. it a two. Give it a two. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Thanks for listening, everybody out there. Uh, have a great uh, week. We'll be back. Talk to you guys time. soon. Story. We'll see you on the show again soon. Have a great time in India sure. and say goodbye, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I. I I'll. Uh, I'll bring back. Memories of India for everyone. I'll do a post go, go to like some good. Indian uh, yeah, drugstore and see if they have, you know, like ground up placenta or something like that. Remember what I said? There say goodbye, go. everybody. Yeah. I'll bring you back. That meant say goodbye, everybody. Good. Before the placenta yeah. part, say goodbye. Say placenta, everybody. Uh. <laughs> On three. Loud so Greg can no. hear you. One, two, three. Placenta! Placenta! <laughs> I hope all you listeners I at home said it together. Greg is now curled up in the fetal position. He really Help is. me, Uwe Boll. You're my only hope. Eagle Studios is going to get burned tomorrow. Uwe Boll, help! Placenta! 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 The proceeding was a presentation of the MEP Report, hosted at www.mepreport.com. All rights reserved. In no way should any part of this show be construed as an invitation to buy, sell, or trade flightless birds, or reassemble Voltron. Or at least not the stupid one of the cars. Please support the MEP Report by voting for the show at www.vitalpodcast.com, adding the show to your list of favorites at podcastpickle.com, and clicking on the Vote for MEP link on the MEP Report homepage to vote for us at podcastalley.com. Email us at Greg, Russ, Story, or Andy at mepreport.com, and call us and leave a voicemail or a fax at 206-600-MEP1. That's 206-600-6371. And finally, please join the fight to stop the senseless farming of emu plants. It's immoral, it's unethical, and frankly, it's just a little bit gross. Tomorrow's just another day away.